0: and we are live. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the latest episode of the AEW Dynamite Review Show. Is always, hosted by your boy, TK, right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. And if you're watching, you can see I'm not alone tonight. I got a very, very, very special guest after a very, very special special stack dynamite tonight and that is the first lady of the bloodline entertainment network the host of the Russell bread podcast the host of late night gaming with jd that's right she's all over the motherfucking bloodline throw your ones up for the first lady of the bloodline jd what's good how you doing tonight
1: i'm doing great that was a very crazy night of dynamite i mean Normally, I'm like in and out of dynamite, so I'm very happy that I checked out the whole thing tonight. Uh, cause it was crazy. You would have thought it was a pay per view this weekend, as crazy as it was.
0: Yes, yes, it surely felt like a go home show. It was from start to finish. It was. I was on the tip of my toes. I, I marked out a bunch tonight, and we we'll, we will certainly talk about that as the show goes on. But as always right here on the bloodline entertainment network what am i gonna please ask you to do please hit that like button please go back to other videos on this network and hit that like button and please most importantly hit that subscribe button sports wrestling entertainment everything we do right here hit that like hit that subscribe for us please and hey go ahead and put bloodline entertainment network into your google search bar you know what's gonna happen All our audio. You just got to watch us. You can listen to us if you want. You're sitting in rush hour traffic. You want to listen to us? You can listen to us. Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Music, literally anywhere you can find your audio, you can find us. And when you put us in your Google search bar, you know what's going to happen? Bloodlinenetwork.com is going to come up. And what's going to happen there? You're home for sports, wrestling, entertainment, all of our videos, all of our audio, literally everything we do in one place. You want to go see all of JD's gaming videos, go on there. You want to go see Russell Brad? Go on there. Every single AEW Dynamite Review Show, go on there. And that's right. We're here for what? The AEW Dynamite Review Show. And oh, I'm so excited they're that great show. And the chat is blowing up. And I want to acknowledge the chat before we get into the show. As always, you know what we're going to do. I'm going to pull up my document from tonight i'm gonna do a quick breakdown of the show and then me and the first lady are gonna play topic battle royal we're gonna go back and forth talk about what was hot on the show and damn the whole fucking show was hot we're talking about dynamite topics we're talking about AEW collision because that's coming up saturday night and we're gonna talk about forbidden door which is what jd said uh show felt like the go-home show for us i can only imagine what next week's gonna feel like so well let's see what's going on in the chat Travis Richardson, thank you for being here, appreciate you, the dude, Will Gray, great interview last night, debut right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, T Plus Hot Takes with special guest NWA superstar Alex Taylor, go back and check that out, awesome stuff, oh, Mr. DeLorean, Mr. Rob Dogging De Niro, what's good, what's good, first lady always getting her shout outs as she should for sure. What's up, Courtney? Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you, broadcast time in the future. What's yes. up, my friend, Nick? Nick, the UW Pod, our good friend, man. I always throw my one up to my brother. And again, this beautiful, sexy overlay in that sexy video that was brought in by that man, the Universal Wrestling Podcast Streets. What's up, host of Rotos Podcast? Thank you for tuning in, my dude. We got Justin. Can't wait to get you back on these airwaves. My man, hope all is well in the house. And oh man, we got the tribal chief. We got the tribal chief. Throw your ones up for that tribal chief. On the
1: AEW the uh review show. Right,
0: right. I mean, I think if wow. even the tribal chief, I think even the tribal chief would have to admit tonight that AEW was banging because the show was banging from start to finish. What's up, Jordan from the World Elite Podcast and What's up for Jordan for sure? And you know what? Without further ado, first lady, let me run this show down yes. and then let's play some topic battle royal. All right, yes. Cool, cool, cool. Whoo! This show started out hot, 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 hot. We started off with the world title eliminator match between MJF and Adam Cole. MJF, he definitely looked like he hit the bronzer, huh? Like, you you used to saw He he hit that bronzer, no? Like, crazy. Definitely
1: put a couple of layers on there.
0: <laughs> that was the first thing i noticed but mjf was his total cocky self so the bronzer totally fit to start the match he did the rick flair strut into the rick Rude pose that was beautiful to see he walked into the crowd he fucked with the fans typical mjf stuff but what i really liked mjf controlled the match he wrestled he focused on the arm he really showed that he was a wrestler in this match at one point in the match turn he went to tune up the band in the corner adam cool cracks him with sweet chin music himself making his mouth bleed which is cool more back and forth sequences. We got a Yushigiroshi from Adam Cole, which causes knee to buckle, which was they sold the rest of the match, which I really like. He was selling the arm. He was selling the knee. This was a wrestling match. It was beautiful. It started slow. In a climax, in a climax, in a climax, and I really, really enjoyed that. And we were certainly talking about it. MJF un- ends up hitting a running tombstone on the apron. Fuck, dude, I cringe. We all cringe. Yes. In the background a commercial break, they're fighting back and forth, Tr- chain wrestling like fucking crazy, exchanging submissions. Like this is just beautiful. MJF is such an underrated wrestler. And I don't know about you, JD, but when I'm watching this, I wasn't even thinking about the time. Were you thinking about the 30 minutes? Because I was not.
1: I didn't even realize. The- the time limit was i know normally they say the time limit but you know you don't really think about the time limit like you think about it with iron man match or beat the clock or something like that but for a regular wrestling match you don't think about the time limit because it normally ever reaches that
0: no yeah i was sitting there like I, i had no idea at this point i'm just watching like enjoying enjoying slow build slow build we're picking up we're picking up at this point and uh then um, we go to the outside. MJF sets Cole up on a table, huge elbow drop to the table. Yes. We, and, like, I don't know, when when was the last time we seen MJF go off a table? Or, I mean, go from, uh, uh, from the outside off the turnbuckle through Ooh. someone on the table. That was crazy. Don't remember yes. that. And again, the little things. They sold it to where the point of MJF's elbow hit Adam Cole's arm. Arm. So they continue to tell the story of MJF working the arm off. It was just such beautiful storytelling in this match. Then, of course, we get that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine point nine 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 nine. Adam Cole gets in the ring. We get Mm -hmm. a back and forth between the two of them again. Adam Cole ends up hitting a German suplex on the apron, to which I cringe as well. So many apron spots. If you listen to me, I I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. It just they're unnecessary. But we get a really cool moment not long after that. Ref bump mjf gets the belt. Throws it at Adam Cole. We think we're getting the Eddie Guerrero. But Adam Cole Uh, outsmarts him because Bryce Rensberg falls face first down. The crowd wants it. What do we want? We all want Adam Cole to whack him with the belt. He whacks him with the belt, wallops him. And I'm like, yes. And then he hits him with the boom for the one, the two, and oh. He kicked out. Kicked out. Did you think it was it? I thought
1: it was it. Me too. I thought it was it. I was very like there was a lot of close near falls in this match, so yeah. I um I knew it would be a good match, but it really exceeded my expectations. Like I really gotta give it to MJF because I'm I was one of those doubters. I felt as though like you know he couldn't really hang with a lot of the top people, but uh you know especially with Bryan Danielson and now with Adam Cole, he's really shown that he is able to adapt and be able to step up and like even pull out new offense depending on who he goes against like we saw him with the high fly spot to the table which you know we rarely see him do that because he's such a grounded wrestler so for him to pull out all this unique offense and things like that and storytelling i i gotta give him his props you know i have to give him his props
0: yep yeah he's been he's been on fire really all year since i called him mid jf like Early January, this dude has been, or mid-January, yes. this dude has been on fire. But Adam Cole then goes for the boom again. MJF falls over because he's tired. MJF grabs the ref. Low blow, Adam Adam Cole kicks him from the behind. MJF then grabs the DDD. He's about to pop him in the face with that ring. Bryce remser stops him. Adam Cole, big super kick. Panama sunrise. Hits him with the Boom. And this time I thought it was over for the one, the two, for the oh, and the bell rings. The bell rings. When you when the bell rang, I thought it was like Sammy Guevara or something. Like too. What did you think? I thought it was Chris Jericho. I thought it was Chris Jericho messing
1: around with the bell or something. There you go. And then it was like, Oh, it's the time limit. I'm like, Nor like Justin Roberts didn't even say like one minute left. Like, there was no countdown whatsoever so it was just like it confused the hell out of me I'm, it confused the hell out of the live crowd and the live crowd was upset and I was like of course you know we had to have the fuck finish. it's just like it's a good thing with this match but it's not a good thing because we're kind of getting the match for free I'm assuming this feud goes on to either all in or all out not sure which one it's going to be for but it's like we got the match kind of got the match for free, free. So we kind of got a taste, but now because we're getting the free taste, it's like it has to have a fuck finish so that they can continue the feud. So it's like, it's a good thing, but it's not a bad thing because, you know, once we get to the pay-per-view, we got paid $50. It's like we kind of already seen the match. So it's like now they have to elevate from the match versus us be wanting to really see them go against each other for the first time. So, yes, but it was a really good match though. So I, I am excited for the feud, but it's just like hopefully I'm, I'm very sure they'll give us something different the next time, but it's like, we just got like full 30 minutes of them. And it's just like, um, I think what was it, Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson when they faced each other and it led to a draw. And it's like, you got to Now you have to build from that. You got to give us something a little more. So it's like, are we going to get another Iron Man match or something like that out of this? Cause you know, you now you got to do more than a, than just a 30 minute draw at this point. So. We'll see and how it I goes. Think,
0: I think they need to get personal. Um, yeah, and yeah, you know, we could talk about that in a little bit, but I think they need to find a way now. And this has been so different from MJF, all of his feuds. Like he just mm-hmm. he said, I want to fight you, and he went and fought him. And it was an incredible match. And like you said, we had no idea the time was coming. Justin Roberts to be like, 10 minutes, five minutes. Yeah. They did they did that on purpose. They and did. I, kept looking, I kept looking at it too. I'm like. They're giving these guys a long time, but I never put two and two together. And uh, we could definitely bring that back up in top of battle royale a little bit. Let's keep this show ro- rolling. Adam Cole did grab the mic and he goes, five more minutes. And MJF just slithers on out of the ring like a little snake, which I thought was very cool the way he slithered on yes. out. Oh, we got to see him pumping (laughs) yet. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I know. I I was shocked at that. At first, I thought it was like an old recording or something like that until he started, you know, until I started to really listen to what he was saying. And he said, you know, this Saturday. I'm like, oh, this is new footage. Yeah. Like, wow, we're getting him live. And well, not live, but, you know, we're getting recent footage of him, you know, not social media stuff. I'm like, wow. He's that at, was he's, crazy. I, it's couldn't, I, I couldn't
0: believe it. Yeah, I was like, wait, 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 wait. Wait, he's talking to us. He's talking to us. He is fucking <laughs> talking to us. He's like, and he goes, I don't know what I'm going to say when I get the mic no. in my hand. But I have a lot to let off my chest. And I'm like, let's fucking go, baby. Let's yes. fucking go, baby. Can't
1: wait to hear what he's going to say.
0: Yeah, so I was stoked. And then the next segment we got, which is a really good segment just continuing the show. More storytelling. So if you paid attention during the Four Pillars World Championship story, you could tell the slow build that they're trying to get the the crowd back invested in Sammy Guevara, turn him back babyface. And you can tell the crowd is getting back invested in Sammy Guevara. I've always been a fan of Sammy Guevara. Face, heel, does not matter. That dude is is talented as a kid. And I'm glad to hear you saying yes and agreeing because that kid is talented. So... With what he's got going on right now, I'm very, very big fan of. The fans did cheer him when he came out. He announced he and Tyra having a baby girl. Um, he says he's still coming for the AEW title down the road. He's going to do it with tying his baby girl by his side. He says he does need to make some changes. So, you know, instantly we think J- JAS. Right when he says that, instead of Jericho's music hitting, Darby's music hits. Darby comes out. He goes, you need to leave JAS. Jericho's music hits. Jericho comes out, tells Darby to stop laughing at him. He says, Sammy never once called him during his run at MJF. He never asked him for advice. If he did, he would be AEW world champion right now. Sammy flips it on him and he goes, if you would have called me when you wrestled Adam Cole, you wouldn't have lost to him twice. And I'm like, oh, shit. Jericho goes, apologize. Sammy goes, I'm not apologizing for shit. And I'm like, but it hey. Happened. <laughs> and then Jericho Darby ends up laughing, get in the middle of it. Jericho ends up saying, you know what, Sammy, let's beat him up two on one. Sammy just smirks and is like, that's not happening. And Darby's like, if you think I'm alone, you're crazy. And then Tony Shavani says it. I say it. I'm sure yes. JD says it. The world says it. What are we
1: saying? Ring. I can't say it like Tony, but you know.
0: All right, I'll pull it out.
1: It's Sting!
0: <laughs> and uh, the Stinger comes on out, and him and Jericho have a little circle with their bats and play Bat War, and, you know, you probably liked it. They played some Jedi Survivor with their, um, their lightsaber, <laughs> and Sting knocked Jericho's lightsaber out of his hand, and uh, Jericho left and told Sammy to come with him. Sammy's like, fuck you, but he left anyways because he's not a part of the next match, and the next match was an eight-man tag but before the eight-man tag we get sonata the iwgp heavyweight champion that's new japan's world champion for those of you don't know comes on the screen and says i'm going to issue an open challenge to anyone at forbidden door okay that fucking marked me out like fucking crazy and uh we will hear a little bit more about that down the road eight-man tag so we got Sting and Darby already in the ring, we have Orange Cassidy and my dude Keith Lee taking on Swerve and, and Brian Cage and the Gates of Agony, aka Mogul Embassy. And, you know, it's it sad to me that Keith Lee got like the most lackluster introduction of all of these guys. But Keith Lee looked like a fucking stud stud in this match. Like, he looked good on multiple occasions. He got the hot tag and looked good. Sting looked like he was going to be the one to get all this offense. In. And then Keith Lee came and made this save for Sting and looked good again. So Keith Lee looked like a fucking powerhouse in this match. Brian Cage looked cool as fuck. He had this, like, old-school warlord-looking face paint and pants on. He, mm-hmm. like, was going for the ultimate warrior. But he looked more like old-school warlord which looked badass as fuck. I thought we had a banging start to the match. Uh, Darby and Orange Ball went with, with Topaz on the outside. Brian Cage caught Orange and fucking smashed his ass. As you know, Orange getting smashed left and right. But he wins, wins, wins. All day, no matter what, dude. We had action all over the place in this match, everywhere. At one point, Keith or Brian Cage had a monkey flip on Keith Lee, that Keith Lee almost landed on his feet on, and then he just like went crazy with the offense, which was great to see. The end of the match came with Darby hitting a cannonball to the outside on Mogul Embassy. Orange Cassidy hitting a fucking orange punch into a Scorpion Death Drop by Sting for the one, the two, and the three. This match was a fucking Banger. Like, this was a hell of a lot of fun. We Completely con- agree. Yeah. Hell yeah. We continue. I'm going to run these ones down quick because, really, you know, this was, I'm not going to say it was like the lackluster because even this stuff was good. You know, the Guns challenged the Hardys. They say they're the best tag brother tag team in AEW. They have no. Bullet club black and gold affiliation. Mm-hmm. We go into Wardlow and Jake Hager. I really liked how commentary played up on their history, they're one and mm-hmm. one against each other, so that was good. You have to remember, you know, yes. wrestling tell the stories, there's long term stories with JAS and um, the pinnacle. So, you had the Wardlow and Hager, and they had that one special uh, what was that match called that they did? They had that one special, it's like uh,
1: a it was like an MMA fight, yeah. yeah. It was like yeah. the octagon. Or I forgot what, how they named it. But it was basically MMA octagon fight.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so I like how, how they told this story. We got a hoss fight here back and forth. Two big dudes. Wardlow shows his athleticism off. He does a top rope tope on the Hager to the outside. He hits a top rope senton down, downstairs to, to Hager. Two power bombs later. One, two, three. That's a wrap. We get the continuation of the bullshit Christian Luchasaurus thing. Listen, I love Luchasaurus to death. I love Luchasaurus. I think that Christian should be managing Luchasaurus Ah. to be a superstar. I just feel like Luchasaurus has never felt less important. But Mm -hmm. I guess Luchasaurus is the one to be facing Wardlow on this upcoming episode of Collision that we'll talk about. And uh, Arn Anderson might not be in his corner because the moral of the story is they bloodied the fuck out of Arn and left him uh, broken on those stairs. So uh he might not be in the corner. This next segment popped me like crazy. I don't know about <laughs> you, but Hiroshi tanahashi Hiroshi tanahashi the ace of New Japan, says MJF, you will wrestle at Forbidden Door. Tony Khan has put this match on paper. You will wrestle me at Forbidden Door. So we're gonna get Hiroshi Tanahashi for the title for the fucking AEW world title against title. MJF. What's up, Jack? Thanks for tuning in. What's up? Yeah, Travis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like the Warlord, man. Yo, Brian Cage, is very reminiscent of the Warlord. (laughs) Oh, should we have more? The chance popping, like I said. Dylan was good. Uh, Just get y'all. What is good? What is good? Let's keep this rolling. So, yeah, but we get back from the commercial, and MJF goes and says, There is no chance in hell I am wrestling that. call it nds whack fucking promotion and he goes tanahashi mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes, yes, no. give, me the, give me the doctor back but excalibur confirmed that match will be going down um let's continue the show orange cassidy then is backstage like yo again like jd said to start the show this felt like a go-home show orange cassidy mm-hmm. is backstage and oh man, I said this to Bakley the other day because Zack Saber Jr. is just on this win streak in New Japan. Orange Cassidy is on this win streak in AEW. I said that's got to be the Forbidden Door match, the TV champion against the international champion. Let these two guys do their thing.
1: Yes, please.
0: Who comes and shows up.
1: I love Zach. him. Oh my god. I Love him. He's so polite, but he can—he's such an asshole at the same
0: time. <laughs> he <laughs> is. He is. He is. That was so cool. And then it wasn't just. Zack Sabre Jr. showed up. Daniel Garcia shows up. He wants the international championship. He wants Shibata's pure championship of Ring of Honor. So next week on Dynamite, we get a tag team match. It's going to be Orange Cassidy and Shibata against Daniel Garcia and Zack Sabre Jr. And yes. I, I still, it wasn't confirmed whether it's going to be ZSJ versus Orange at Forbidden Door, but you got to think that yeah, we're going to It has to happen. We're pushing. We're pushing that way. We are pushing that way for sure. Let's move on. We got the women's match, AEW Women's Championship match. I, I called it last week on the Dynamite um, Review Show. I said it was going to be Sky Blue. Tony Storm has said she wants to fight at Forbidden Door, New Japan's version of Sky Blue, or Stardom's version of Sky Blue. Someone in a dojo, some rookie who's not ready. But what I was really curious with this match about last week, we saw Chris Dantlander fight Anna J. Anna J. A couple of years ago was raw. She's young. She looked fantastic last week in that match with stat i was hoping to see the same out of sky blue let's see where she's built my god her and tony they put on a really nice match more importantly it was really good to see how fluid sky looked in that ring her mom was in the crowd it was really cool the match starts. sky started really really hot um tony goes out in the crowd spray spray paint into her mom's face sky hits a tope through the middle rope takes out both tony and ruby commercial break, back from the commercial. Sky is the advantage. Tony goes for the spray paint again. I know that's all these people in the outcasts do is go for this fucking spray paint. Goes for the spray paint again. Sky has her own fucking spray paint. Gets Tony with it. Big super kick to Ruby. Taking her down off the ropes. Uh, Tony then hits uh, Sky with the storm zero for a one. The two, I thought it was over. Sky kicked out though. I was like, damn, okay. Girl's gonna get some more offense and let's go. But It wasn't the case. Tony locks in a quick cloverleaf, and uh, it was deep, and that was it. We get a two-on-one beatdown after the match. Willow this time makes the save. I thought it was going to be DMD. It was Willow. They're starting to confuse me with what they're doing with this story. We'll talk about that momentarily. But uh, Willow makes the save. I love Willow. I'm glad it's Willow who made the save. But just a little confusion as far as what they're doing. We'll talk about that. Nonetheless, very good match, and I'm very happy that Sky Blue is getting the rub she's getting um, from Tony and that uh, she looks so good. I, I love watching these women in AEW continue to get better. Anna Jay last week, sky blue this week. Then we got, this was really cool. Jungle Boy and Hook are backstage with Renee. Jungle Boy says he looks at Hook. He gets jealous. Hook's got a belt. Jungle Boy promised that he would get some gold. He answered Sonata's open challenge. And we're going to get Jungle Boy Jack Perry against Sonata at Forbidden Door for the IWGP. Heavyweight Championship, and he goes, Hey, Hook, you're my best friend. Can you please be in my corner? We all know where this is going. Let's talk about that when we get there for sure. That's an exciting-ass match. We get back and forth vignettes with FTR Bullet Club Gold. Bullet Club Gold talks about, of course, they're in the main event of AEW Collision. Do you know who they are? Put over their partner, Samoa Joe. FTR puts over their best friend, C.M. Punk, and they cannot wait for this match on Collision, and, well, neither can I and let's just get into the main event. We got the BCC against the Hung Bucks. Action all over the place. The Bucks are flying all over as they do. Hung Bucks are off to a hot start. Brian goes, this is not going to last very long, and it doesn't. Moxley and Crew get the upper hand. Moxley looks sharp tonight. The BCC hadn't lost a match in over a year that Moxley was involved in as far as a tag match or a trios match. Kind of a crazy stat. Back and forth between all six men we go. Big doomsday device from the BCC. That was dope. Hung Bucks make a Big comeback from there. Super kicks all over the place. Pop up powerbomb to Wheeler. BTE trigger. Buckshot. One, two, three. It is over. But that's not over. It is not over. Of course it's not. No, it's Between not. All of them. No, it ain't, JD. No, it ain't. Because then what's going to happen, JD? Who comes out? Eddie, Eddie fucking. Kingston. <laughs> what the fuck? Eddie Kingston comes out, and we know he's got beef with Claudio when ROH are feuding over the ROH World Championship. But we also have to remember that. Eddie Kingston and John Moxley are best friends. So Eddie comes out and attacks the shit out of Claudio. Moxley then is like, what the fuck's going on? Then Takeshka comes out, lays out Eddie. The Bucks take out Moxley. Eddie, before Takeshka came out, the Bucks took out Moxley. Eddie goes to the Bucks, like, what the fuck are you doing? Moxley gets in Eddie's face. Takeshka comes out, takes out uh Eddie. Mm-hmm. Then Kenny Omega's music hits. To which I started marking out and going fucking crazy because I'm like, okay, let's go. I mean, I'm a BCC or all day. Fuck the elite, but like, I'm still going. Crazy <laughs> this is hot. Like, this is hot. Let's go. And then uh we get Kenny and Taki, and the elite are about to take him out. And then fucking will Yes. 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 Mm. On a <laughs>
1: on a random dynamite. Not even forbidden, the go home.
0: Ten days to go before, or nine days to go before a Forbidden Door. Will Ospreay shows up and attacks Kenny Omega to end Dynamite. Woo! JD, I am exhilarated right now. Thank you for (laughs) running that showdown with me. Usually I do it myself. This was more fun. I'm glad that we got to play off each other on it. That was really cool. And now... Now, my friend, what I want to ask you, it's the Topic Battle Royal time, so we can talk about whatever you want. We can talk about Adam Cole and MJF, the 8-Man Tag, the BCC and the Hung Bucks and all that crazy drama that went around it. Tony Storm, Sky Blue and this whole women situation. What we got going on with the outcast and the Originals now. Forbidden Door, Collision, CM Punk. I don't care. Whatever you want to talk about first, bring it up and let's flow. I mean,
1: we have to start off with the the way that this episode ended. I mean, in the end, Brian Danielson had, gave a standing ovation. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> did. Yes, did. So, yeah, that finish was very crazy. It definitely gave me vibes of those of crazy Smackdowns before the pay per views and stuff like that. How you know all the chaos and craziness yes. come out, and it's just like, oh Seth, oh Seth oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. So it just gave me those vibes, especially the fact that Will Ospreay had, was there, which I was shocked about. I I figured we would see Will Ospreay next week or something like that. But the fact that he not only came there, but he showed up. And we have Eddie Kingston back as well. Glad to see him back. Yes. Um, and now we got the the back and forth that we're going to see between him and Moxley once again. I mean, there are a few uh, between Eddie and John Moxley was definitely one of my favorites. I wish that it had more time to build because I didn't know how close they were. Um, I didn't know how close they were until like the week before they fought each other. And then, of course, they became friends and they started to um, do the fucking promos and stuff like that, which was the funniest thing ever because they played off of each other and it was the best thing ever. But yeah, it was just so much craziness going on. It was very smart for them to do this on pretty much a random dynamite, even though we are working towards um, Forbidden Door. But yeah, this was, that was a great finish. And now you can't wait to see what happens next week. Cause it's like, if we get all this craziness here and it's not even the go home show. I can only imagine of what's going to happen next week. I mean, we already have Will Osprey here, uh, so I'm going to assume he's going to show up next week. Because now Kenny Omega got to get his back, and it's just like it's just so many. Then we're seeing how all the storylines are intertwining with each other because we have Konosuke who we don't know if he's actually, you know, if they are actually if he's actually affiliated with BCC or or they like have like a mutual thing where he helps them out stuff like that. Uh, Because they had the BCC is beefing with the elite, which Kenya is in there. And then we have Eddie Kingston came back, who's beefing with um, Claudio, but he's cool with Moxley still. And then it's like, then we have.
0: Watch paint dry. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. That's only because that's only because Jade Cargill isn't going to be around for a little bit, so my boy's a little salty. But it I'll still go like me. this. Ah, what up, KP? Just go to Instagram,
1: yo. Just go to Instagram. She's in Aruba. I follow her on Instagram.
0: respectfully,
1: respectfully, very respectfully, all the respect. Yes, I follow her Instagram. She was in Aruba. Um, very nice pictures <laughs> respectfully <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> respectfully but yeah so it was just like all the uh all the back and forth because everybody is beefing with everybody so it's just like a bunch of chaos that happened towards the end and then of course brian danielson who i just love as a heel was like this deserves a standing ovation <laughs> He just standing there at the top of the ramp just clapping it up for will osprey so it's just like all the different like feuds that we got just off of everyone who was in the final moments is just going to be crazy, you know. Eddie, and- Eddie, and Claudio. Of course, we're eventually going to get Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega once again. Um, Hell, even Brian Danielson and will Ospreay, That could happen. It's just like so many different things that we're going to get, and then of course, with Kenny he keeps talking about his friends that he has, and you know, friends he has in other places. It looks like we're going to finally get the reunion of Golden Lovers. And so, you know, everybody can't wait for that. So it's just like, it was such a crazy ending. I loved it. I I love it. Whoever, you know, whoever idea it was with um, Tony to book this show this way, he needs to keep doing it. This gave me like flashbacks to the way that Dynamite used to be. Where it's just like craziness from top to bottom. I mean there were some like low points, you know, from time to time, but still, overall it was a very good show and it wasn't like a go home show or anything like that. It was just random dynamite. We're just going to just book the hell out of it. And it was all storyline based too. So, you know, wasn't like crazy dream matches that, you know, we would get from time to time. This all revolved around stories. So, you know, I applaud I I was giving Brian Danielson applause. For this dynamite, this was uh that finish was very good.
0: I'm with you all around. First of all, very reminiscent. You said earlier of 2001, and that reminded me of that one. We all know that one scene at the end, the go home show to the, the SmackDown or the go home show to that 2001 Survivor Series when you got all those superstars hitting all their finishers, stunners, rock bottoms, choke slams, tombstones. Pedigree, uh, right. Angle, angle slams. Yes. Um, walls, or not the walls of Jericho, lion salts. Like, everyone's yes. hitting their moves. Like, that was so cool. And this is what that was. There's just so many stars. The Eddie and Mox thing wasn't safe. First of all, the match itself was great. Um, yes. that, that was very good itself. But the Eddie thing, the I thought the match ended abruptly, but it made sense that it ended abruptly because we got everything we got afterwards yes yes eddie and mox thing is going to be something down the road the tekeshka showing up and attacking eddie once eddie wins the roh world championship from claudio Takeshka and eddie for that roh championship is gonna fucking bang remember this right now remember it that's going to happen i mean i'm just foreshadowing and it's going to happen Eddie beats Claudio. Takeshka eventually beats Eddie and becomes mm-hmm. the ROH World Champion. Can't now wait for that. Will Osprey. Oh my God, let's go! And it's you okay. said it again. Let's get. Let Kenny get the upper hand next week? And then in Forbidden Door, our boy Bakley Cage my IQ. He's been saying that Don Callis is going to ha- help Will Osprey. And it didn't really make much sense to me because if you watch Japan, the Japan stuff, United Empire and Will Ospreay are going face. like you are in big time face. And they in the Japan crowd wants the IWGP United States Championship brought back to Japan because Kenny Omega is holding it hostage. And Will Ospreay's stablemate, Jeff Cobb, great match on Dynamite with Kenny for it, but he failed to bring it back. Now it's Ospreay's chance to bring it back. Will Don Callis help him win i think that's the best route so kenny gets the upper hand on this dynamite it's ironic because your boy is not only going to collision but that the go home show to forbidden door is also in chicago so i'm going to collision and i'm also going to that dynamite and the last dynamite i was at united empire beat the holy hell out of kenny omega and the elite to end that show and now we're going to get Will Ospreay, and I think we're not going to get the United Empire, obviously, because um, Dump Truck Davis is out. Missed that Dump Truck for sure. Um, can't wait for them to be fully back acclimated in AEW. But I think we're going to see Will Ospreay back in Chicago again. Kenny Omega is right. hand. Will Osprey gets that win. Cannot wait to see where Eddie – Eddie's going to be Duke Claudio. Be Claudio. Eddie and Mox, I don't know if we're going to get this Eddie and Mox thing anytime soon, but I like the foreshadowing that we're going to get there. They're going to play it off for best friends. Mox might try to go in the middle, but at the end of the day, BCC is his blood. Eddie can probably fuck off. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to see where we're going to go. The five on five is what I'm most intrigued about. We're going to get five on five. We'll probably get blood and guts. Mm -hmm. Sucks that the women probably won't get blood and guts because I have just wanted this women's blood and guts for like six months, but hey, it's been six months. Why haven't we just gotten the culmination of this yet? Um, I digress. What do you think it's going to be, though? So, you think it's going to be Kenny, the Bucks, Hangman, and do you think it's going to be Eddie or Ibushi against the BCC plus uh, Takeshka? So, basically, BCC and Takeshka against the four elite plus Ibushi or Eddie?
1: So if we're doing this at All In, which I'm going to assume, I would think it won't be uh, Eddie. It won't be Eddie. Because I feel like, but like, I don't know, because I thought that Kenny and Will Ospreay would be at All In. Because I'm like, you know, you have to book like all the craziness. So it could be that, you know. I don't know, like like it's just so many possibilities we could do because I figured for that stadium show, you're gonna be booking the craziest matches ever. Like, this is like that's you have to book dream matches. So I figured that with Kenny and Will Ospreay at Forbidden Door, I say, you know, Will Ospreay wins there. We got one one V, you know, one-on-one type of situation one one win one win on each side and then we have the actually you know the rubber match at all in and i'm going to my prediction is that will osprey will win that finally just to officially pass the torch as far between kenny and will osprey because you know i feel like because they have the pay-per-view um all out like one week before there so i feel like we're going to get all the dream matches and everything at all in and then all the story matches probably at all out. Yes. So I yeah. feel like um, I'm hoping that because of that, the blood and guts will go more towards the women, you know, to have all the women in one match and everything and to, you know, give it more umph because like you have to fill up that stadium, even though they have been doing really good with the ticket sales, you still need people to want to tune in and purchase that pay-per-view and then turn around and purchase the next pay-per-view one week later. So I feel like for um, what's going to happen to All In, the blood and guts will go to the women, you know, to the, what everyone's been wanting and that Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. And then we'll probably get something else crazy with um, with Eddie and... Um, with Eddie... And the Elite versus BCC.
0: Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense for sure. Bakley says uh New Japan President said he will certainly let his wrestlers appear at All In if Tony comes calling. And, yeah. and and why wouldn't he? And JD, you hit the fucking nail on the head, right? They're putting this monster show on at Wembley Stadium All In. It doesn't matter if they sold 60,000 tickets. Like, that's great. Awesome. Yes. But Tony Khan, do you think he's just going to be like, okay, cool. I'm happy I did that. No, yeah. Tony Khan is going to do everything in his fucking power to put on the best possible show, because let's talk about this is going to be the next, the next topic that I want to bring up and we'll swing over and let's just continuation on the story that we're talking. We're talking about all in, and the show we're going to have at all in hell. Yes. We are gonna probably get a Will Osprey, Kenny Omega three, which would be great. Maybe at All In is where we get Zack Saber Junior. versus Brian Danielson, that match that everybody's wanted to see. Maybe that's yes. when we get a healthy Aussie Open take on FTR in a rematch. Like yes. there's so much. Maybe I mean, maybe you don't even go Kenny Omega against Will Osprey. Maybe you go that the Mets FTR has been pulling for, and you go CM FTR against the Elite, and you do something like that. Like All In as a Maybe Goldberg comes back, like, <laughs> like Jericho and Sting. Like you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like yeah. that's the show that, like you said, you don't have to worry about your stories. Just go book and have fun. And you know what else is fun? Forbidden Door. Now the show last year on paper was booked like shit leading up to it, and on paper wasn't great. No, it holy was not. fuck! Did the show deliver? Like, I was there in person. It did. Dirty Dan was there, my boy Nick from the Universal Pod was there, Bloodline, uh, Brett was there um, from Brainbuster Boys, like, we had a fucking absolute, High Five Tom, we had an absolute blast all getting together for it, but the show itself delivered. Is this it? show, JD, let me ask you, we got, we got Okada Danielson, we got Omega Osprey, MJF Tanahashi, Sonata in Jungle Boy. Orange Cassidy and Zach Saber Jr. And likely FTR versus Bishamon. Holy fucking shit. And likely CM Punk versus Kenta. Let's just, let's just not pretend. Let's put it out there. Let's just stay, like, right. put and it out there. Let's just say like, right. And we ain't even mentioned Moxley. We didn't mention Claudio. No. Like we got options still. So, uh, like what what's your excitement level for Forbidden Door and what match are you most excited for?
1: I am very excited for Forbidden Door. Uh because now we have healthy people. We have, you know, don't feel like anything's holding back or anything. And first of all, I popped so hard when I saw Brian Danielson's uh vignette mm. of challenging Nevada, and I was like this is going to be fucking great because, you know, Brian Danielson finally gets to like really wrestle and he gets to wrestle all these dream matches that he's been wanting and i'm excited for that um i'm excited for um yeah jungle jungle boy and sonata does seem a little bit out of place i didn't expect jungle boy to accept the challenge so when he accepted the challenge i was like what like you know this is for the iwgp world heavyweight title i thought it would be someone else that would challenge him for it um
0: who'd you think it was gonna be hangman i thought it was gonna be hangman
1: yeah, Hangman would have been good. Like I figure it would be somebody else that would challenge him versus Jungle Boy. Not not, not to put down Jungle Boy, but I figured it would have been a, a bigger name. But you know, I guess we have we do have to give uh, faith to the four pillars for them to be able to carry big matches on their own. So, you know, I'll give the match a chance and everything, um, as far as with Jungle Boy and everything. But, yeah, so far, most of the matches that has been announced, I'm excited for. Like, even even MJF, I'm actually kind of, from what we've been seeing, it seems like MJF may even tailor, you know, do something crazy or inventive for his match as well. Um, But, yeah, Orange Cassidy and Zack Sabre Jr. is going to be fired. Like, I love Orange Cassidy. Like, I remember when he was fire Ant, didn't know it was actually him, but I remember fire Ant when he was over in, in Jakarta, and i cannot wait for the match between those two that is going to be fire um but yeah i'm very excited for forbidden door on paper this is a very exciting pay-per-view like i can't wait for it
0: jd what do you think should mean the main event you think it should be the okada match or do you think it should be the omega match or the mjf match or the sonata match
1: like yes. any, any one of the matches could main event, I think. The biggest, but I think, see, like, you want it to be a title match, it's it's like one of it, it's just very, uh, very similar to like, um, WrestleMania. Like, you would want it to be the title, like, is it going to be the title match or like the biggest storyline, which is Omega will Osprey, right? You know, yep. so it's like. It, it could be MJF main event because it is, you know, it is AEW's champion. Um, but it's like it could easily be, um, it could easily be o- Omega versus Osprey. Exactly. That's going to be like a great match. And it's going to be the match that everybody is going to be looking at. Yeah. And Okada versus Brian could even be main event because, you know, that's a matchup that people have been waiting for for a very long time. You know, so it's just like any one of these matches could be main event, which is a very good thing, which means that depending on how Tony Khan uh, places these matches, this pay-per-view can be just like on a, like straight level 11 throughout the whole pay-per-view, you know, and it'll probably just like um I forgot which year it was that I always use. It was one of the all outs where every match was so good. And they had like Paul White versus Q T Marshall. I wasn't even mad. At that. It was twenty twenty one. I was there. I wasn't yeah, even yeah. mad at that because no, I was like, that was just a breather. I think it was twenty twenty one. Yeah. Twenty twenty one.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like that match was just a breather for everyone yeah. to catch their breath. So I wasn't even mad at that match, and I feel like it could be the same thing with this. It's just like a lot of it craziness. Yeah, we, I think we will have more matches that'll be booked. You know, we're slowly getting oh, yeah. it together because we had matches that was announced tonight. We could have matches announced Saturday. We'll have, you know, especially on Wednesday when we'll have a lot more people from New Japan in the States at that point that we'll definitely have people come, you know, face-to-face and, and decide to face each other because we're up to, what, how many matches we're at at this point?
0: Five official. We're going to yeah. assume that ftr is going to fight bishamon bishamon beat them at wrestle kingdom this year they just won the iwgp tag team and strong tag team championships yeah ftr is the AEW tag team champions i don't know that we get a title for title match but i do think that we probably see a rematch or a triple threat of some variety where there's a team who could be that be in there and take the loss for sure um, yeah. Like Bakley said, Garcia and Shibata will mm-hmm. likely be a thing. So yeah, I'm I'm really really stoked for this pay per view personally. I mean, on paper again, Okada Danielson. When I was watching, um, when I was watching Dominion, and after Moxley, Claudio, and Shooter lost, and Moxley got on the microphone and he said, "Okada, Okada, Okada, you're not the best wrestler in the world. I train with the best wrestler in the world," and Brian popped up. Oh, my God, dude. Just everything fucking just went crazy inside of me. And then to find out, I mean, earlier in the night, we found out that we were going to have Omega and Osprey. And then to find out we were going to get Brian and Okada was ridiculous. And then to find out NJF and Tanahashi and Orange Cassidy and Zack Sabre Jr. But listen, I want to specifically bring this comment up right here by my guy, Tom. Jungle Boy's it does seem a little out of place. But at the end of the day, Sonata, the IWGP, you know, heavyweight champion, Jungle Boy, four pillar rising star. We all see the story that they're telling with Jungle Boy that he's going to turn heel. He's gonna, when he called Hook his best friend tonight and asked him to be in his corner, I don't think he's gonna turn on Hook after the match at Forbidden Door. But when he loses to Sonata, that's just going to piss him off a little bit more. And then maybe he teams with Hook again and there's a little more friction. And then the next time they team, there's a little more friction because he said it's going to be the summer of Jungle Hook. No, it's not. He's eventually going to turn on him and he's going to lay him out. And we're going to get rid of the Jungle Boy persona and it will be Jack Perry going forward. So him having this exposure in this match of Forbidden Door getting that heavyweight championship shot. Just leads to this story of him failing over and over and over again, thus him character changing, getting rid of Jungle Boy. Because you know what? Fuck Jungle Boy. He's Jack now. He's going to say, Fuck Jungle Boy. I'm Jack. I can't wait for that. But all in all, the show's going to fucking bang, bang. What should main event? It's a great, great, great question. You said it. Storyline wise, Omega Osprey is it match wise it's okada brian i mean it's fucking okada brian what the fuck? yes how but it's canada i forgot it was canada when i asked the question i should have like said since we're in canada oh, yeah. yeah it's gonna be so it's probably gonna be omega osprey yeah and since there's a title it's on the be. line there um that's what i would go with and i again i think uh will osprey said at dominion he said i'm not just coming to fight you kenny i'm coming to fight all of fucking canada and he said, Fuck it. <laughs> yes, I and he, he said, Fuck it. Scared no. that. So he's going to come and he's going to fucking fight.
1: That oh, crowd's going to be amazing.
0: Oh, Jesus. Will Ospreay is wrestling on a rampage.
1: Why? Rampage. Why couldn't they do it on collision?
0: That's very, very interesting. Very interesting.
1: Well, I guess because he's there t- that night.
0: Trying to, I can see Jungle Boy trying to get hooked. Just, uh, because you got to do think, you got to also remember Tai Chi and Five Guys are probably going to be. Yeah, hell yeah. Yep. Yep. You're right. You're right. And yo, go check out Brocast right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, part of the Universal Wrestling Podcast YouTube channel. Check them out, man. We love everything that Brocast does, man. Always throw your ones up for Brocast. It's great, great dudes, Tom and Allen for sure. But yeah, I can't I can't wait for Forbidden Door. I cannot wait for Forbidden Door. But JD, there's so much else to talk about. And let us let's, let's run it down. We got Adam Cole and MJF. We got AEW Collision. We got that banger ass eight man tag. Tony Storm, Sky Blue, Originals, Outcasts. Yeah, those are the main topics. What do you want to talk about?
1: Um, we can go back to Adam Cole and MJF. Bay um, bay. bay We uh we, we 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 hit a little bit about it. Um, like I said, I was surprised that we got the match. I thought that's right. Throw up those ones for the Bros from the future. Um, I thought that we would have this match first at a pay-per-view. So for them to just throw it on dynamite the very next week, I was like very shocked about it. Um, especially the fact that we didn't have a run through the gauntlet, you must face all members of the firm or you know, mogul embassy or something crazy yeah. like that. All like, of the above. Of <laughs> the above yeah. that we just straight up had MJF versus Adam Cole right away and not have this dragged out for three months to where Adam Cole sits there and face everyone. Um, I thought that was, I thought that was different because that's something that everybody complained about that. That's what MJF does. He wants all of us to, he wants his opponents to go through half the roster. Um, but like I said, I feel it's like a good thing we got this match, but not so much of a good thing. Cause we already got a taste of what the match would be like. Instead of just like inching to see how this match will be,
0: yeah, but I'm yeah. going to
1: assume that this is, you know, that they're going to definitely do something here where it just elevates for whenever they face each other. Um, and I'm hoping because I, I am hoping that we get at like a good feud from this, yeah, uh, with at between Adam Cole and MJF. Um, but yeah, like I like I was I was very shocked that we got this match, and then to have the match go to a draw, it really is one of their favorite ways to. Oh yeah, that'll be cool. Tony Storm versus Willow at Forbidden Door.
0: Ooh, that's a good suggestion. Yeah, yeah,
1: that'll be cool. Um, but it's just like their favorite thing is the whole time draw. You know, they've done that a couple of times with a lot of the major feuds when they don't want to really declare a winner or they want to extend the feud, they always do the time draw, which you know, feel bad for the audience there because they definitely booed the hell out of that finish. Um that's
0: but- that's that's three times now, right? Three times they did it. They did it Brian Kenny, Brian Hanger, mm-hmm. and now this.
1: I think it may have been the fourth And, the, and the Iron
0: Man match, if you want yes. to really consider that. Yeah, if you that. want to call yeah. it that,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they love to do the draws. And it's just like, just so you, you could have easily had MJF do something to cheat and then continue the feud from there. And then have Adam Cole like, hey, you had to cheat to beat me and then continue the feud that way instead of doing the draw. Because, um, as you know, wins and losses no longer count with AEW. So you could have had MJF win by cheating somehow and then have Adam Cole cut the promo all about that once again. So, you know, but I'm going to be patient with this uh, and see where this goes from here as far as why we had the match and then we had the draw and stuff like that and see how this feud ends off, especially once we get the actual match at a pay-per-view.
0: Hell yeah. I'm with you. I'm so grateful that we didn't start out with the labors of Jericho, the labors of MJF (laughs) going through this, going through gauntlets. I am so happy. This was so different. MJF Uh last week picking up the mic and said, I'll fight you any place, anywhere. What? What? And it wasn't like we had to wait. We didn't wait. We just got it. When I I heard it, when his music hit, I was like, I looked at my wife and I said, I'll be fucking damned. Let's fucking go, dude. And that's just how they started the show. And it just Mm -hmm. hit. And the match itself, you know, as we did through the run through, the match itself was incredible. MJF wrestled his ass off in this match. And he just continues to show that he is not only great on the mic, but he is great in the ring. And he is a five tool player all around. So kudos to him. He's not going to have a boring feud with Adam Cole because we started it this way. The promo last week was fucking incredible. Yes. His part was incredible. I do this AEW power rankings thing. I allot points to guys or men, women, matches, segments, however it fucking breaks down. Um, I, I usually only give ten, five for an for an in ring promo. 10 at most. I gave MJF 30 for his last week. I gave MJ right, and Adam Cole 25. Like, that was so significant to everything that they're going to do going forward. That is so significant to the story that they're going to tell from now. Because I believe it's going to go from now until All Out. And in Chicago, where I'll be. I mean, I assume. I, I hope it's in Chicago. <laughs> but uh, I assume in front of us, where he made his debut at that mm-hmm. 2021 show, which was mm-hmm. crazy. Him and Brian. Yeah. I'll assume... He will be the one, because I thought so, I you probably thought so, I'm sure all the bloodline thought so, he'd be the one to dethrone MJF, and I think he will do it at all out in Chicago. And this feud has got to get personal, though. Yeah. Now that it started this way, like you said, now that we just went right into it, which is great, I'm glad we went just right into it. But now it's got to get personal. And it's not just personal, like you're skinny, you take steroids. No, like, and not with Britt Baker. Like, they just need to get personal because they they just fucking hate each other because they want to prove who's better than each other. No wives, no fiances, no, your fiance left you, not your fiance fucking holds your balls in her hands. No, just I'm better than you. No, I'm better than you. And it's a fucking blood war because of it. And we go to all out or Boom! Yeah wins the fucking belt and uh we go from there. What do you yeah.
1: think? I need Adam Cole to cut a promo. Like he's talking to Karrion Cross again. <laughs> like yeah. he, he the MJF needs to be destroyed on the mic
0: real quick. But yeah. what did you think about Adam Cole's promo last week?
1: I thought it was fine. It just it felt like he um it felt like he like slightly held back because he, you know, it was like oh, this is the thing you always say. And he mentioned how no one likes you, this, that, and the third. But, you know, I I want Adam to take it to another level. It just felt like we, like he didn't give like 100% of the type of promos that we've seen him, like the vicious promos we've seen him do, like you said. So I feel like maybe we're starting at this level here because this, we are just starting this feud here and then as we start to build on this feud things get personal they do you know whatever whatever the next steps that they're going to do in this feud that Adam Cole will start getting you know more and more aggressive with his promos and stuff like that so that's I was fine with it for what it is because it is like the start of the feud Um, so I didn't expect them to go like completely 100 at each other just yet um because it's basically like you know kind of like a not really introduction but you know first time that they are talking to each other in a promo so i feel like once kind of like what we saw the four pillars you know as the as everything kept going on and on you know things started to get more and more personal with um within the promo so I feel like as we get closer to... Um, what's up, Brian? I feel like as we get closer to the the match, which I'm also assuming is going to be at All Out, um, that will start to get more personal. Now we have to fill, what, about under two months of a feud with this, so... JD, let me
0: ask you. Mm-hmm. So, we got two months, like you're saying. What if MJF just beat the fucking holy hell out of adam cole they're in the ring they're about to do a promo and and he just fucking lays him out he puts the ring on boom 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 over and over again adam cole's gone for five weeks would that be okay with you to continue the story or would that kill it for you
1: it depends uh because you know people can go away for five months but they can still build on the storyline. Um, kind of similar to the way that they handled Cody Rhodes when he was gone Like even though he was gone We still had vignettes for him We still had interviews and stuff like that So we were still reminded that he exists um, Whereas though with People like Miro Or Thunder Rosa When they're gone They're gone We never, We didn't hear anything from them They've been wiped off the face of the earth so if we are going to go with the, um, you know, because they did, they were mentioning Adam Cole with the elbow and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if we are going to go that route and Adam Cole goes away, I hope that there are like vignettes, interviews, things like that to remind us like, yeah, Adam Cole is still here. We still have this feud between him and MJF and not wipe Adam Cole off the face of the earth to where as though people are chanting Adam Cole's name whenever Britt Baker is in the ring or something like that so yes i'm hoping that you know the next steps of this feud is handled well because this could be a very good feud for mjf like we already seen that is very different what mjf normally does because mjf immediately had a match with adam cole versus you know go go against these six people before you even think about facing me so i'm hoping that you know treat this like this is the elite versus bcc give us something every single week this is your champion you know give us something every single week involving this view if if you're gonna do the adam cole is gone give us something interview adam cole from a medical facility or something like that you know of what he is going to do to mjf have mjf cut a promo even have like Let's go old school WWE and have and have MJF show up at Adam Cole's house or something like that, you know. Like, you gotta you, yeah. we have to go like you got to make it unique and you know make it different. You gotta really pull out of the creative ideas or something like that to make this feel because we like I said, it already feels different from a regular MJF feud. Let's let's go let's go all the way to the left. Like like you said, make this personal, make this vicious because. Um, Now that CM Punk is back, especially with All Out in Chicago, you have to give the, not only, not only you guys for, uh, as far as with that pay-per-view, but yeah, everything has to line up to whatever it is, is going to be lined up for whatever they're going to have CM Punk do at All Out. So like everything has to be just like top tier uh, once again for All Out. So I'm hoping that's where we go with that.
0: And I'm pumped, and I, I love how you said, and it's, you know, it's all we know is going back and watching old WWF or old WCW, but I think it would be so great yes. if MJF was in the ring, and it was actually, it's funny how how you said what you said about the old WWF, and I'm going to say what I'm going to say about old WWF. MJF's in the ring, he's calling his promo, and then Adam Cole's music comes. And then who comes out? What does MJF call him? He calls him this small little guy with no muscles. So who comes out? Like a little, like a- Gilbert. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like like, Gilbert would actually be perfect. He's got Dwayne Gill out of retirement, flexing and like like, doing his boom thing on the apron. You know, like the nuclear, nuclear heat that that would get. So yes, little things like that every week vignettes of course in the hospital medical facility um coming back interviews and then mjf just fucking doing his little like just tactics that he does i'm yes. um, with it and that's how you can continue this to all out since you just put on a 30 minute and i mean fucking banger match and that's what they did a banger match but let's keep this train rolling you mentioned yeah. You mentioned Miro and guys who just kind of go away, and Thunder Rosa and, and girls who go away. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Did you see it? Because I saw it. The fucking AEW Collision lineup is disgusting. So not only, not only is it CMFTR against Bullet Club Black and Gold and Samoa Joe, but we're getting Tony Storm and Ruby Soho against Willow Nightingale and, and Sky Blue. And I do like Bakley's mm-hmm. suggestion. of Tony Storm taking on Willow since she is the New Japan strong women's champion at Forbidden Door. But we're also getting the return of Andrade against Vaughty Matthews and the return of Miro. Oh, my God. And in that women's match, I got to fully think Thunder Rosa is going to come back at the end of it and confront Tony Storm. Because remember, she was the champion that Tony Storm Mm -hmm. became the interim champion. So, JD, what are you most excited for?
1: I am very excited for um, to see Andrade once again, uh, especially the f- fight between him and Buddy Matthews. That's going to be awesome, okay? That is going to be completely good. I can't wait to see that. Um, I can't wait for the fact that we finally get Miro back in action. Um, it seems like the way that they, na- they worded it, he's going to go against a job or something like that to kind of, like, get re-acclimated in the ring or something which i'm completely fine with um and then of course we are gonna have the uh samoa joe uh along with jay white and juice robinson with ftr and cm punk and everything like that uh, as the main event um i can't i just can't wait to see how this show is gonna feel like you know how different it's gonna feel from dynamite how it's going to be presented. Is this going to be presented, you know, as big of a production as Dynamite? Or is this going to feel like a B-show or something like that? But yeah, first of all, I know Chicago is going to go crazy because that's what Chicago does. uh, As, you know, (laughs) a wrestling fan of Philly, slightly jealous that AEW doesn't come to us that often. Um, But, you know. Which is is. wild. I'm
0: surprised they don't. I know.
1: It is very weird. I'm like, hey, you guys always go to New York. You guys always go to Chicago. You know, stop in the middle. Hello. I mean, we only had like, what, two? I think two Dynamites so far. And it's like, hello, you can have a pay-per-view with us, too. You know, we will definitely show up. Hello.
0: Philly, duh.
1: Exactly. I mean, all you gotta do is just bring out, like, bring out anyone ECW related and we'll all go fucking crazy. Um, But yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. And of course, since we have Forbidden Door around the corner, we'll probably see more people show up to create more matches and things like that. But I'm just excited for overall how this show is going to feel. Um, You know, with it, uh, the return of, you know, weekend, weekend wrestling once again. Um, can't wait to see how that's going to go as well. But, yeah, I can't wait for everything.
0: Yes, 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 yes. When they yes. mentioned all of these names, CM Punk and Thunder Rosa and Miro and Andrade, I was like, okay, we'll see. But we get the first card of, as we said, CM Punk's there, Miro's there, and Andrade's there. And you know, you know, Thunder Rosa is going to show up and confront Tony Storm. And we're finally going to get her. I guess, you know what? I guess, well, first of all, what's up, Drew? Thank you so much for tuning in, man. Happy Father's Day to you, too, man. Um, Appreciate that. I guess, I guess, I guess. Damn, now that I'm talking about this out loud, my issue is this. I always had thought Thunder Rosa was going to join the outcast side of things. Because Mm -hmm. she's got such beef with Brit and Jamie. There's no way she's going to join the original side of things. But now that I'm saying she's going to confront Tony Storm, Mm -hmm. maybe she's just not involved in this story.
1: No. Um, I think she just wants the title back. I think that's what it's going to be. She just wants the title back.
0: So we might even be able to get some more triple threat action, which I like, between a Tony, a Thunder, and a Brit. Or a Tony, a Thunder, and a Jamie. Or a Thunder and Well, and can be involved, but we can get a Saraya and and Thunder one-on-one, which would just be incredible. Thunder Rosa coming back is going to add so much depth to this women's division. It is unbelievable. Are you excited for her return?
1: I'm I'm excited to how this is all going to be treated. Just like CM Punk, I'm just very curious how the dynamic is going to be because we haven't had Soraya talk trash about Thunder Rosa. We had not had Britt Baker talk trash about Thunder Rosa on a, on that on the uh, All Access show as well. So it's like we're playing around with the you know we're blurring the lines of these people really don't like each other, and we're about to put them in a feud, and it's like. I wonder how many lines are going to be blurred with what promos and stuff like that. So I'm very curious to how this is all going to go. And just like how I'm curious of what CM Punk is going to say as well. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I heard about that. We we're supposed to get Was that, 80s, well, so. JD,
0: do you know if that was supposed to be a forbidden door that was supposed to be at all in all in maybe.
1: Maybe. Cause um, they That's don't really a do ball. a, the women, as far as with Forbidden Door, like that. So, I just get that one
0: match. Yeah. They, yeah.
1: So, I think it they probably would have been all in, build that up and everything. Oh, like, Forbidden
0: Door. Dude, see, that's a main event. If they put a put Soraya versus Mercedes on that, that's a main event. Like, we could have been, they probably would
1: that. do that at all in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she I was should thinking be good by at that Soraya
0: point. And Jamie at all in because of the, the UK connection. But
1: I think, it'll be, um, I think it'll be Tony and um, Jamie. Tony and Jamie. Yeah. That oh, was so, wait,
0: do you think we? Oh, yeah, it's a pay-per-view. We'll get to my, mm-hmm. my bad. I was like, wait, yeah. you think we're going to get two singles matches?
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm hoping like, you know, this is the stadium show. You better put two singles matches on well, there.
0: And as we've discussed all night, the women's roster is improving tenfold. You got the top end with the originals and the outcasts, but you even have people like Sky Blue and Anna J who are really starting to hold their own in the ring, which is really nice to see. And Willow, Willow is fucking awesome, like she is just a superstar in the making, which is why I really, really want to see those women go five on five, blood and guts, whether it is Brit, Jamie, Willow, Sky, and uh, like Stat or or Sheeta, I'm sorry however they want to break it down. Like I think those women deserve have earned Devin yes. blood and guts have earned it. Devin.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping that we get something going with all in, you know, the women deserve it. They've been working hard and everything like that. And so, yeah, I, I feel like they deserve to have what well, they earned, excuse me, that they earned the opportunity to not only have, the blood and guts but to have another match on there as well. Yeah. Is he also going to have the return of jay Cargill by that time? You know, we still have um we have Athena who's doing her thing in Ring of Honor as well. Are they going to bring Ring of Honor people to um All In as well? But yeah, I'm hoping that collision will be the Prove yourself type of show Just like how Smackdown was Back in the day where Smackdown Was put on as the B show And the wrestlers took offense to it And decided that we're going to bust our ass And we're going to make the B show Turn into the A show And yes. I hope that they had I th- I hope that everyone on Collision Has that type of energy So that when we go to see this debut Show Collision that Everybody is going to like rustle their ass off Cut the best fucking promos that we'll be talking more about collision versus dynamite. You know that's what I'm hoping for because all that does is just make everything so much better for the fans.
0: Yes, four hours of authentic television on Saturdays and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. You know, Rampages or Rampages. I guess we'll Ospreys wrestling on it last week. Rampage was actually okay as well as that is, but you know, I don't know. They're ramping, ramping. They're ramping. They're ramping, rampage up right now. I'm not. Quite sure, maybe just to lead into collision because I heard that. Well, I heard the dirt sheets that said they're going to make it more of a developmental like show now that Dark and Dark Elevation are gone, which I thought was totally cool for sure. Yeah, because like you said, collision needs to be a one A one B with Dynamite. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. In obviously CM Punk, Miro, Andrade, House of Black, FTR, Powerhouse Hops, Wardlow. Mm-hmm. They ain't making it. Has that to be, it has to be like. The a show thunder rosa like they ain't making this a a fucking b show wait what chaos versus united empire on rampage wait what wow jeff cobb and will uh, jeff cobb will osprey and kyle fletcher against who is chaos the best friends of rocky romero what the fuck yep that's a banging ass match right there that would be good that would be good rampage shit. Yeah, there but I, I
1: think Rampage, yeah, is going to be more developmental since we no longer have Dark and Elevation that, you know, it won't be people like Jake Cargill stuck on Rampage, stuff like that. Especially the fact that they move the time slots around all the time with right. Rampage, which, you know, is a shame for people who are on that show because some people, like, I keep forgetting, especially when they put it on 5.30 on Friday or 7 o'clock and stuff like that. Right. I keep forgetting you know, the time slot that is on there. And sometimes I'll, I'll like catch rampage on YouTube or something like that, or just read up on the spoilers on, on social media or something like that. But yeah, um I'm hoping that even like put more ring of honor people on there as well, you yeah, know, yeah, and just put the concentration on collision and dynamite.
0: They have to, it, I cannot tell you how many times I marked out during the show tonight. The Adam Cole and MJF show at at match had me marking out every single time they announced a match for Forbidden Door. I was marking out Mm -hmm. the CM Punk vignette, I marked out like crazy. This, the eight man tag, I was like, the moves, like everything. The Sammy Guevara leaving JAS and fighting Jericho at all out, which is probably going to happen. Mark out because it I love babyface Sammy Guevara. So the fact that we're getting him, we're gonna get a flip. We're gonna get Sammy face Jack Heel. We're gonna get a huge flip. I mean, that is yes. dope. I'm ready Total for character it. change, right?
1: I'm ready for it. And seeing Sting, of course, just showing us all like, yeah. come on, sir, like calm down, please. <laughs> yeah. Ooh!
0: I'm watching Rampage. That's gonna be good. Sure, I'm DVR. I'm gonna put that on DVR. Right. Wait. So we got United Empire and Bandito versus Taki. (laughs) Hey fucking a man. Rampage. It it all recorded. Oh, it's because of this four-year anniversary show that they were doing tonight. I think
1: because.
0: it, they recorded Rampage at the same time. So it's got because this show was slam, slam, slam tonight. Yeah. Yes. Sting, Sting is the fucking man. Sting I is we're, great. We're, JD, do you, do you think and do you want to see a Sting? I And I didn't know that this was the first time they ever been in the ring together.
1: Me neither. Crazy. I could have sworn it was something in WCW between them two. But Anytime. no, it was Tony Schiavone himself that was like, no, they never faced each other. I'm like, it's the craziest thing. 20. But yeah, I'm, I'm, f- I'm okay with it. Cause Sting, Sting is so good, so damn good. Uh, it scared me a little bit during that four, that uh eight man tag. I forgot who it was that kind of like threw him into the rope, and then like didn't really get him all the way in the corner before they did the um, before they got to him. I forgot who it was, uh, was. Toa Leona.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Scared me a little bit there, first thing. But of course, Sting is made out of like rock, iron, or something like that. It just didn't even phase him. I'm like, you know, I sleep, I, I sleep wrong one night, and my neck will hurt for three weeks. And here goes Sting, like wrestling, like it's twenty years ago or something like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with seeing Sting versus Chris Jericho. That'll be, you know, that'll be great. Truthfully.
0: Which would honestly, we're talking about nostalgia, fun yeah. things, all yes. in. That's a perfect all in match. Sting versus Chris Jericho in front of 70,000 at Wembley. Come on, who who doesn't want that? Well, Justin, exactly. I know, I know, I know Justin doesn't want that, he wants to be- <laughs> Chris Jericho, but I mean, any like real wrestling, thing, yeah, come you on, you can
1: watch Sting whoop his ass because we all know that's what's going to happen,
0: right? Right, well, JD. This has been a great time. We got the eight man tag. We got Tony Sermon sky blue. I feel like we already hit on the women. We're kind of talking about the eight man tag right now. Is there anything specifically else on dynamite, whether it's within Tony Sermon sky blue or the eight man tag or anything else that you wanted to hit on before we get out of here?
1: Um, no, I think we, we pretty much hit on everything, you know, the excitement for forbidden door from this dynamite and everything, um, That we're going to have this big switch Between Sammy and Jungle Boy Um, Can't wait for Jungle Boy To drop the Jungle Boy Become a man, you know what I mean <laughs> Just like start cursing people out Let's do it yeah. And uh, for Sammy to Kind of be faced again I'm a fan of Sammy, I've been a fan of Sammy Guevara I even watch his vlogs from time to time So you know, I'm I'm a fan for him, I think he is so good In the ring and everything like that um, but yeah, it was, I can't wait to see what happens next week. Yeah. Sky blue is a gem. I, I, yes. I'm very, I was very happy when he signed her. I was very shocked. First of all, cause I didn't think that I knew that, you know, Chicago, the, it was the Chicago reaction stuff, but I wasn't sure if it would like continue outside Chicago. Um, cause it was, that's what happened with, um, when we, we, we were calling what blue pants back in WWE and it was they decided to keep her around and then it was just then it just kind of like faded away but I'm very happy that sky blue has stayed around um ah uh, just okay
0: Boo. that's because you I don't know me. the
1: storylines if you knew the storylines you wouldn't say just okay that's, why. that's all right
0: yeah, We no, know that she,
1: in your heart you feel something different. That's what I think it
0: is. Yeah, and we put Sky Blue over hard earlier. She worked her ass off. She's she's yeah. definitely getting better in the ring. And yo, yeah. Bakley, here's what I was thinking with this. He says CM Punk will be on the mic before his match just announced. Mm-hmm. He better be on that fucking mic to start the show. Like, just like that. They uh, the- yeah,
1: they're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think
0: it. It, it, it's going to be a WWE-like thing. He's going to come out. He'll be on the mic. He's gonna end the show. That's the only way we will be fucking going yes. crazy from start. Y'all will to...
1: be chanting his fucking match. name. The we whole will take match. the show over. <laughs> you
0: know? We'll take the whole show over until he comes out. He has to come out. Yeah. To start.
1: he family. has to open There's with the no mic. No
0: other way about it. Yep, that's it. So if you're listening to AEW right now, he's yes, got to open Khan. the show,
1: Tony Khan. I mean. If you're listening, uh, you know, bring Dynamite or Collision back to Philly. Or pay-per-view, preferably. And, uh, yeah, make bring out CM Punk first. Or else the Chicago crowd's going to take over.
0: As we would have at that rampage. And, yes. uh, <laughs> well, it's all history from there. But, J.D., thank you so, so very much for coming on with me. Anytime yes. you want, you are welcome to come on. I had an absolute blast with you tonight. Can you do me a favor, please, and let the people know where they can find you?
1: Well, you can find me on Twitter at jdc137. You can find the podcast at Russell Brett as well. Click the links in the bio for the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook as well. I am live every Thursday at nine p.m. EST only on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. You can also find me on Twitch. We have now gaming with the Bloodline. My, uh, I'm personally my show is late night gaming with JD. Um, Mondays at 1115 Eastern Standard Time So after after Raw Hop on Bloodline Entertainment Network Twitch channel and come and join me And watch um, Mondays I play uh, Detroit Become Human That has been a great time uh, watch me freak out over the choices that I make as well. Um, and if you can, not if it's too late for you because you got work tomorrow, it's okay. You can watch the video on demand as well. On Tuesdays is a little earlier it's 10 p.m. Eastern where I am currently playing um, Jedi Survivor as well. So, yeah, come and hang out. I normally chat about, you know, game, wrestling, sports, whatever is going on at the time and everything. And come and have a great time
0: you're awesome the first lady the first lady go and get at her everywhere she just said especially on that twitch she is killing it late night came in with jd thank you again for coming on i appreciate it so very much and hey i appreciate everyone who watched this show live i appreciate everyone who went back and watched the show everyone who listened to this show and hey Please hit that like button. Go back to other videos and hit that like button. And most importantly, for all your sports, wrestling, entertainment needs, right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell for WrestleBread, for this show, for everything else we do. Hit that subscribe button. And then... Put the Bloodline Entertainment Network into your Google search bar. And what's going to happen is you're going to find us on audio. So you can listen to us. You can go to watch us. You can listen to us. Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Music, all major audio platforms you can hear us on. And when you do that, what's going to happen? The website comes up. That's right. BloodlineNetwork.com. Your home for sports, wrestling, entertainment, all our videos, all our audio, literally everything we do in one place. BloodlineNetwork.com. And uh, for the first lady of the Bloodline Entertainment Network, be a boy, TK. I'm going to go ahead and throw my ones up. It's the AEW Dynamite Review Show. Get on over to Twitch in a little bit because the Tribal Chief will be doing late night gaming with the Bloodline with the Tribal Chief. So swing on over and watch the Tribal Chief do his thing on Destiny 2. And for the first lady, again, your boy, TK, we out.